What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 84 of the Lombard Trucking Show, uh, where I'm coming at you live from Burlington, Colorado, and the Loves parking lot. Pulled over here. Gorgeous weather out here today, by the way. Finally, I've been out of the triple digits. Uh, it's been hell on earth down in Phoenix and in the southwestern part of the United States. Past two nights, I've finally been able to sleep with the truck off. Uh, which I call the Goldilocks conditions of trucking, when you're able to sleep with the truck off. And not only that, not only is my truck off, but everybody around me is off. So you're kind of just dealing with the slight hums of a distant reefer unit that's near you. Uh, coming live on a Friday night, because there's a bit of breaking news that's been, going, that's been going on. If you've been following my channel, if you've been following the episodes this week, it's been all things yellow. It's been code yellow all week going on in the in the freight world. And as Craig Fuller from Freight Waves has said that this is the most riveting to, uh, you know, time period or news in freight, probably since in his whole career at Freight Waves. That's uh, those are his words, not mine. And it's been all the drama going on with Yellow. I brought on Rachel Premack. We went into detail on it. I kind of went on my own diatribe on it the episode before that. And as of today, Yellow tried to go to court to file an injunction in Kansas to stop Yell uh, to stop the Teamsters from going on strike on Monday, which they given notice about regarding not funding the pay and benefits. So they went to court today, and as of today, the court shut it down. It means the Teamsters are going to go on strike. Now, my friend Justin Martin over at Freight Waves, he has, um, he's been trying to contact yellow drivers. He's been talking to yellow drivers over the week. There was actually a viral video of a driver who was uh, absolute who blew his lid over uh, what is going on with the pension and benefits there exclaiming about how a lot of yellow drivers stuck around solely for those benefits because they had sick family members justin spoke with him and i am fortunate enough to have on another driver on tiktok he has a youtube channel by the way i'm about to bring him on here shortly his name his youtube channel is jayl405 life so jl405 life you can go follow his channel he's a newer uh, CDL driver, and uh, I'm, I'm very happy to 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 bring him on the show. I, I, he's taking his time out to 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 come on here and talk and tell his story. So, without any further delay, I'm going to go ahead and bring him on here. Jay, how we doing, man? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I'm doing well. What about yourself? Not too bad, man. I I cannot complain. A little bit nice, but you know, 84 degrees here in Burlington, Colorado. Um, it, it's beautiful weather. I'm pretty sure Colorado, I'm not sure how much driving you've done around here, but it looks like, it looks like the windows XP, uh, desktop background, uh, on I 70 in here. <laughs> it seems like I only go to Colorado in the wintertime. I got to chain up. I never go into something. Yeah. See, I, I'm not going to lie. God, God is good to me in that respect. I've never been through Colorado in in the winter time never been across 70 in colorado until this week and yet and personally from my own experience you haven't oh no yeah i have i've dodged it for the last several years i haven't had to do it um even when i was a, a company driver at one of my last companies we had this route that would go we had stuff that would go to ontario california that picked up in the midwest and it would be quicker to bypass it on 40 then go all the way across 70 because of having to chain because of the snow, because of the closures. So it's a, yes, 70, 70 in the wintertime is, is hell on earth. Yeah, I know. I only been driving for two and a half years and I drove across 70 and chained up so many times. 
I, I yeah. lost count. Well, let me tell you something. You, you've got a lot more under your belt than guys who've been trucking for, you know, decades down in the southeastern United States. I've talked to guys in Alabama, Georgia, and they've never ventured out of the south. They've, they've basically stayed in the south, so they've never even smelled, uh, you know, snow or snowstorms. Yeah. They'll, stay, they'll stay away from that. So what you've gotten in two and a half years going across 70 is, is, some, is some priceless experience. And actually, depending on – where you go career wise, or if you end up, you know, buying a truck one day, a lot of insurance companies, like when I bought my first truck, the reason why I was able to get Bobtail insurance on my truck was because I had two winters, not two years. They needed to have two winters. That was like their qualifications. They, they like to know if guys have driven through the winter. Did I lose you? Having a little bit of tech, technical difficulties here. We'll wait for it. Oh, see, we've got a experienced driver here. My buddy here, 27 years, never chained. I'm hoping to never chain myself. Like I said, I don't get paid enough to chain personally. Jay, you're back. Yeah, people say, I know a lot of people say that. Like, I've been doing it for a lot of years. I never changed. A lot of people like at Yellow say the same thing. They say if they have to chain up, they're not driving. But how would you know you have to chain up until you get there? Because sometimes it's not snowing, it's the ice. The sky can be clear and you can go across the mountains. You know, the mountains make their own weather. And sometimes you run into it and you have a two to chain up, especially if you're in a day camp. You're going to sleep in a truck for 10 hours to clear up? Yeah, exactly. When you're in a day cab, yeah, you kind of you have no choice. I know I've gotten shut down on 81 in Virginia, where if I had chains, it probably would have been better. But, uh, I mean, I managed to survive it. I, yeah, I sat there three hours, four hours in a shutdown, but and then had to, like, slow roll through, like, 60 miles going to a TA. But, yeah, what 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 can you do? Uh, when, yeah, when you're in the day cab, you got to make those decisions. That's tough. So where, where are you at right now? You said you're going to – you're going you're on your you're, – you're going to Memphis. Yes, I'm going to Memphis. So, um, so yeah, you, you're, you're currently a driver for Yellow. So you're driving right now. You're under a load. You're, you're not empty. Yes, I'm under a load, yes. Believe okay. it or not, I know a lot of people don't believe it, but I rarely pull empty tra uh, trailers, and I stay busy. We've been staying busy. So a lot of people don't believe it. Like, yeah, y'all don't got no freight. Uh, we moving. At least I'm moving. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm that, getting like, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's what I – I, I want to hear the story from your end. So, like, what's, what's the last – What's the last couple months been looking like for you? When did you start noticing? Because I've seen some of your videos on TikTok. You where you, you like uh, I believe back at the like uh, just a few days ago, actually, you had one get twenty five thousand views. But you've made videos about and you're talking about other yellow drivers, and they've basically been saying you, you've been mentioning how they always they all complain, but yet they're still at yellow for for the benefits. So yeah, what's been going on the past couple months there? Oh. The past couple months, what's, what's been going on at Yellow? Basically, what I think it is, like, I can understand the older drivers. They lost that 15% way back in 2008, and they want their money back. Because back then, I believe Yellow was the highest paid LTLs company. I believe they were, and they lost that 15%, and now they're at the bottom. So I can understand that they want the money back. So the reason why they're fighting but at the same time, those guys who do not complaining about it, they voted on that. They voted on that 15% pay cut. The company couldn't get them a 15% pay cut if they didn't vote on it. So don't vote on something 
then turn around and cry about it later. That's your decision. Stick with it. Yeah, no, that's that's true. This is what what you're describing is actually kind of uh, I had another guest on the show who trucked in the 90s. And this is how a lot of these LTL carriers ended up dying was what happened was uh, in, in the early 90s. A, a lot of companies like small regional LTL guys, they they all like basically they the, the management would go in the office and be like, either you need to vote for a pay cut or we're going to go out of business. So and this is essentially what probably happened in 2008 2009 was they they voted on the pay cut and the 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 roi on that was hey maybe things will get better and at least we have the best benefits in the game so so yeah yes i know a lot of guys say now don't get me wrong yellow have awesome benefits for example i worked at fedex freight before i came to yellow but i I was not a driver i was a mechanic at fedex freight before i came to yellow I had a baby under FedEx. Actually, I didn't have it. My wife had it. My wife had a baby under FedEx freight insurance and under yellow insurance. A bunch of FedEx with the same doctor, same hospital and everything. A bunch of FedEx freight insurance, we owed the hospital $10,000 out to everything. A bunch of yellow insurance, we just owed $300. That was it. Really? See, that? I mean, that, that makes my ears perk up right there because that's, yeah, that's unheard of. Basically, basically anywhere else. So, so I understand that the insurance, but at the same time, what most of these guys holding it to heart, the insurance and pension, a lot of companies are catching up. But for example, if Yellow is a ten in insurance, the rest of the LTL industry, they are what like a seven and a half, eight, um, eight trying to get to the ten, get get to the level at as Yellow, but our pay. Is at like a six in the rest of the LTL industry, like at a 10, they make good money. So to me, I see no benefit of, of the union because they, the union, the union employees, not employees, the union companies cannot adapt as fast as the non-union company can. So, yeah. So which non-union companies are you talking about? Are you saying that are that, that are kind of better? But like, like uh, Old Dominion, FedEx Freight. Even Sire is going very well. Estes, I think Estes is the highest paid uh, LTL company out there, I believe. I could be wrong, but I know a lot of those guys make a lot of money at Estes. I know a lot of those guys make over $120,000. They make a lot of money at Estes. So those carriers, those carriers make a lot of money. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there are 115 LTL companies out there. We're not talking about all 115. We are talking about the the top 10 everybody knows about because the rest of them you don't know nothing about. Yeah. There, there are smaller ones out there. It, it really depends on where you're at. I'm, I'm So yeah, the LTL companies, well, a lot. And what's crazy is a lot of the reason why old dominion and Estes and Saya or Saya, however you pronounce them. One of the reasons why that they've tried to emerge uh, better with pay and benefits was to compete with the union and they've been able to do this. And I think that yellow, um, kind of made we talked about i talked about this with rachel premack their biggest mistake was buying all these companies and trying to act as if they were this non-union company and then they kind of got too big they got they got way too ahead of themselves with acquiring all those companies back in 2008 2009 yes because those other companies they can make changes without going without good life problems Yellow, T-Force, and ABF, they can't really make big changes without the union permission. 
no other companies can do that. So that's why that's why that's why the non-union companies are growing like crazy. They are growing. The union companies are not. People yeah. and now AB don't get me wrong, ABF is a wonderful company. It's one of the best, but ABF is still a small company. ABF got a total of what 8,500 drivers total. Not drivers, I mean completely employees total, 8,500. That is a small company. Yeah, and that's and that's where I think the union works is when those companies stayed small. I think yellow, personally, they too big. <laughs> I, th- I think yellow got themselves too big. You can't. That's because I've heard this a lot. I have a friend of the show, good friend of mine, uh, Dom, uh, Dom Tulo. He he owns a he owns a small, uh, uh, you know, fuel distribution fleet in in northern New Jersey, and he's you know, and so and that's where a lot of unions run up there. And the thing is, when you if a union comes into your business, essentially it does become very hard to grow because you have to constantly keep reopening the collective bargaining agreement. And so, and so that, and that's where yellow's issue was. Yellow was trying to keep up. They wanted to maintain themselves as the LTL gods of the industry, but they didn't realize that they had to open up the collective bargaining agreement with the teamsters. If they wanted to do all this consolidation, you know, from all the businesses they acquired. Yep. Beyond it. I don't think, what yellow is doing the one yellow i don't think that's a bad idea they're they trying to solidate solidate i don't know how to pronounce that word right <laughs> solidate all their companies into one like the way out west so i don't think it's i don't think it's who basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to go to a five-day work week, Monday through Friday. Who want to work all the time? Who want to work seven days a week? It's hard enough to get younger drivers in the industry as it is. The average age, I believe, at a yellow driver is probably like 45, 50. Every driver is old at yellow. You rarely see a younger person. Everybody about retirement age. So yellow needs to make a change to attract the younger generation. Nobody wants to stay gone that long anymore. Nobody. Yeah, no, that's, that's why. That's, that's true. So that's why a lot of these mega carriers going to that five day world, uh, you know, five days gone home on a weekend, because nobody wants to stay gone like that no more. I know at Yellow, the most you can stay out is four days. It depends on the area you're in, but majority is you can stay out. The longer they can keep you out is four days. If they keep you out longer, they got to pay you per hour until they get you back home. See, I, I like that method, though, because that's that's the thing is you're absolutely right. Like when it comes to millennials and Gen Z's, they're looking at. So those older drivers you're talking about, they're looking at these older drivers. They've watched them lose their families, get their wages cut and die of chronic disease. And they're looking at this job as a career and they're saying, now, why would I'm going to why am I going to go do that? And so you have. Yeah, you have so many people aging out of the industry. The turnover is so really high. But I like that method that Yellow has, where if you stay out that long, you start getting paid hourly. These are some incentives because when, when you know, and we'll get into what's going on at Yellow. But you know, depending on what happens to these drivers, they're going to find that these OTR companies, they're not, they're going to find out how much better they had it with the union personally. Because some of these other companies, you are without a doubt a number. I know, and that's what I've been trying to tell a lot of these drivers. A lot of these drivers, they've been here so long. They've been here so long, and they believe Yellow is the worst thing out there. I'm not saying Yellow is the best trucking company out there. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is Yellow is not the worst. The problem is they've been here so long, they forgot what's actually out there. Then what they do is as soon as a new employee come here, 
they tarnish their mind. They ask them, why did they come to Yellow? Why did they go to ABF? Why did they go somewhere else? Like, what's the point? Why would you do that? Why would you put a negative thought in their head? Let those young drivers get make their own opinion of the company. You don't do it. Let them do it. So that's the, I think that's the problem with a lot of drivers here. They so content on where they at, and they, and they so negative, they just want to poison the mind of everybody else because they're happy. For example, I know I know it's going to be off topic a little bit. Remember I told you my wife had a baby at uh, – my wife, she had a baby back in October of last year, 2022, October 23rd. As I was taking off, I was telling the driver I was trying to figure out how to do it. And the driver said, why are you taking off for? I had all my babies on the road. I was like, uh, okay, so if my wife dying birth, I want to be there. I ain't, I ain't saying, I, don't, I ain't trying to say that, but you know what I mean? I want to be there because you had all your kids on the road because you wasn't there when your kids were born. That don't mean I want that for me. So don't tell me to do something that you did that wasn't right. That's like that's why you on your third or fourth marriage. Yeah, the toxic work environment among a lot of these employees is is it's crazy. And it, you know the way you're talking, it reminds me of when I was like a new marine. There were so many people in my unit who were like, "Oh, dude, start counting down the days until you get out." Like, why'd you join? Why'd you join the Marines? And it's so crazy when. In hindsight, it was probably, a, you know, probably would have been the better career move for me overall. But, uh, no, that's it's funny to hear that toxic, you know, that toxic work environment and that they I mean, who knows if this was the same all like company wide. I, I, I'd be curious to curious. To I know, think it is. I, I think it's it sounds like it was. But if they're doing it there, then why wouldn't they be doing it? Because that's the thing. If if in your videos you mentioned these drivers are like, oh, it was different when we were right away. It was different when we were roadway. It was different here. And then, it's yes. like, but, but yet, yet they still suck around, but they still complain. I know the type of negative projection you're talking about. Yes. And to this day, I think Yellow Ball uh, Red Railway back in 2002, to this day, they still argue about that. What's one of the best company? What's one? <laughs> they, they still they still fighting over that right now to this day. And like, Railway been gone for 2002. Like, I understand why you they've been a break room still arguing, fighting over it. Like you guys fight over the most dumbest things in the world, and I don't understand. It, to me personally, this is me. I'm not speaking to nobody else. If I dislike something so bad, I don't care what that job I have to offer. My sanity is more important than that job. Because once you start having negative thoughts, and once you start hating something, believe me, your emotional help will trickle down to your physical help. So I understand, I don't understand why they did, why they stuck around. You dislike it so much. Oh man, I'm really glad you you, you said that. Uh, you said that because that that's kind of the message I preach, uh, especially because if some of these yellow drivers end up going on the road, going over the road, their their health is going to even take a bigger hit. And yeah, you're like everything that has to do with your physical health, like so much of it trickles down, and what they put out in the universe is clearly you know is clearly what they're going to get get back. But let's uh, so. What's this past like? What's the past few weeks been looking like for you? Like, what was like? What's it been like? Go, like, what was it like at work all week? So you said you've been busy. Yeah, I've been busy. Now, last week I was I didn't work because I was in the DR. I was in the Dominican Republic with my wife. I took a vacation. So last week I didn't work. I was on vacation. But otherwise, I've been busy. I've been averaging uh, in between twenty five to three thousand miles a week. Okay. Yeah. Which is, and you're, 
and you're in a day cab doing that. That's normal for. I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm in a day cab doing it. And now, don't get me wrong. Now, I would say if you, Yellow is a seniority based company. Excuse me, I'm burping. Excuse me. At my location, we have a hundred and I believe 115 drivers at my location, and I am number 74. So I got so I got 40, almost 40 drivers behind me. So I would be more busier since I'm 74 than a than a 98 driver, if that makes sense. Because my seniority, we are a seniority based, based company. So they call you on seniority because I'm on I'm on the extra board. I don't have a bid. So I just run, they call me and they ask me why they give me a couple options sometime where I want to go and I choose from the option. Then if it's if it's three options and I choose one, then I hang up and call somebody else, then they'll have two options and so on and so on. So for me, when my seniority list at, I've been busy. They they've been keeping me busy. No, that's a, that's a good thing, at least, because everything else in the news is all these, uh, like a lot of Yellow's customers have been pulling. Um, I've had friends tell me, they're like, yeah, I told all my customers to, to, to lay off Yellow. So I didn't know. So you're apparently not slow. So maybe maybe the less senior guys are slower. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe the more, the people at the bottom who haven't been here like a year or a couple of months or who went through the uh, Yellow CDL driving program, like I told them. I tell a lot of those drivers, like I have a YouTube channel and they ask me all the time what they do. I like if Yellow Water Business and you went through Yellow CDL program, look at this way. You got a free CDL at the deal for free. So yet so really so new drivers were able to get their CDLs through Yellow? Yes, yes. Yellow have a CDL program. Yes, they pay for them to get their CDL. They put them up in a hotel, they give them a rental car. And they give them two hundred and sixty dollars a week and per diem. Now, now here's what I'm, I'm curious what, I'm curious where what on Yellow's recruitment because this is, I mean that's what mega carriers do. That's and the mega carriers are, are my worst enemy. I, I like, um, <laughs> the, the, anybody who's associated with the ATA is like on my you know on my shit list. So it's like, but so <laughs> Yellow had this good recruitment. Yellow helped you get your CDL. It has the best benefits because mega carriers, like I said, some of these some of these yellow drivers who may not be working next week. Um, when you go to these mega carriers, they're they're going to they're going to get paid. Le- but if they want the same benefits, they're going to have to have employer paid benefits. And like so it's going to come out of their paycheck and then they're going to be paid by the mile. And then if they want all of those benefits, 401k, health insurance, everything for their family, they're going to run 3000 miles a week and maybe crack a thousand bucks to themselves. Like depending on where they go, which company especially if they're sticking with van. Like if they go to a mega carrier, that's, that's, that's going to be what the, that's going to be what they're faced with. I mean, yeah, I, I understand it. I get you. Like I said, I started off at a mega, a mega carrier. I started off at Swift and only lasted three months and their insurance was high. <laughs> 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 Yeah, man, that's why you left. So, so what's uh, so what's what's your plan going forward? What do you, what what's your move? So you're 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 working. You're, I'm I'm assuming you're working over the weekend. Yes, my plan is, I'm just gonna ride it out because I don't want to. Uh, cause me personally, I don't believe y'all is a bad company. Cause like I said, everybody's experience is different. But my experience, I work real crappy job. I was a welder, and I was a mechanic, and I was a forest firefighter. 
And I'll work trucking. The truck driving is easy to compare to those jobs. All I'm doing is sitting down and holding the steering wheel. <laughs> so I'm going to ride it out. I'm going to see where it goes. And I got some money saved up. That's why I tell everybody, save up for the wintertime in case something happens. You would never have to rush into a job you don't like if you have money. You don't have no worry. Luckily, I have ate a lot, but I have $15,000 in cash saved up just waiting. So I'm just trying to see where everything goes. Now, I'd be lying to you if I didn't tell you I didn't fill out an application no more because I have. I filled out one at Old Dominion and uh, XPO. I like just just in case, just in case money, everything goes south, we do go out of business. I already have an application out there. But I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to ride it out and see, how, see where it goes. Yeah. Okay. So I, yeah, I was the, that was going to be my next question. Is come Monday morning, where where, where are you going to be? Whew, Monday morning. To be honest, I know a lot of people are going to like what I'm about to say. They're going to get mad at me. They're going to call me. A, they already called me a company man and a scab. I still don't understand what a scab is, but okay. But um, if Monday morning comes, and I have opportunity to work. I'm working. I ain't going on strike. I'm gonna be completely honest with you, cause that little three hundred dollars um the union offer, three hundred four dollars they're gonna pay you? No, I, I no, no, cause prime example, after taxes, you know nothing come about checks. After taxes, I bring home like sixteen, fifteen hundred dollars a week after taxes. That little three or four hundred dollars a week, I'm not striking, cause I don't believe what they're striking them for. So. No, so you'll see that's uh, that, no. That I'm glad I'm glad to actually have you on the show because it's it's contrarian to like. So me, I'm a product of of, of a union. Uh, like so, my the original Lombard, uh, which was my you know a company my grandfather drove for. They were a company in the Northeast. Uh, they were a Teamster affiliate who was bought out in 1984. So you know, I I tend to be more sympathetic uh, t- towards unions in that way. But you you have your reason. You want to work. And, and I don't and I don't blame you for that. And that's what makes this I think this strike different from uh, maybe what's going what has gone on in, in other strikes. Per, I mean, personally, you're probably like, is Yellow a bad company? I don't think that they're inherently sinister. Um, but I mean, I think there was just a really bad breakdown of communication. It looks like and it. And it just happened over the course of the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, I, I think it's a breakdown of communication, and I think the, this new guy at the Union Hall, Mr. O'Brien, I believe he's trying to show the other union companies that he's no joke. He he willing to use Yellow as an example to show T-Force, to show ABL, and show UPS that he's no joke, that he's a, non, a no-nonsense person. So I think he's willing to sacrifice Yellow jobs to prove their point. To show them. That's why he's so strict. That's why, because believe, believe it or not, I mean, who released all the negative information? Who released that yellow ride of money? Yellow didn't do that. Mr. O'Brien did it. When he put that tombstone in yellow, 1929 to 2023 on his Facebook page. Mr. O'Brien releasing everything negative to the public, so he didn't want to scare the customers away. So I believe they were very unprofessional and a lot of guys cheering that on like, yeah, 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 yeah. Guess what? Guess what happens? You guys say you're here because of the benefits, and you say you're here because of the pension. Guess what? Yellow go out of business because most of these guys are old and they have health problems. 
they have a lot of them have a lot of those guys. We have a lot of guys here who's 70 years old, 72 years old, and only working because their wife have health problems. So imagine if yellow goes out of business. Guess what? The insurance gonna go with it. It's gone. Because they already told us how much it costs to keep the insurance. It's five hundred and seventy dollars, five hundred and seven dollars a week to pay for the insurance yourself. So that's two thousand dollars they pay per employee for insurance. Yeah, no, that's that's good money. And actually, and you know what, you, you bring up a really good point on that. And it's, you know, when it comes to the Teamsters president, that actually Rachel Premack from the she's an editorial director at Freightwave. She said that when we spoke uh, the other day is that she believes that the Teamsters are willing to let Yellow die in order to as a show as a show of as a show of force as a show of strength to. They're trying to prove themselves to, like you said, ABF, T-Force, UPS, to show them, hey, no, I, I won't stand down to a company. Uh, we're not going to bail them out. But that's the thing. That's the flip side of this whole argument is the Teamsters have made concessions for for Yellow in the past. And so it's kind of the argument does go both ways, I, I suspect. But where I, where, where I do what I feel bad for is the individual employees, guys like yourself, who clearly want to fucking work. And uh, and I think that I think that that's the most disrespectful thing is that there's these casualties of war at the end of the day yes. that, that nobody seems to want to care about. Because right now, if I'm ABF or if I'm T-Force or if I'm a non-union company, I'm throwing up the ads. I'm saying, please come. And nobody's doing that. Because you, let's be honest. Yeah, like I said, Yellow got twenty-two thousand union employees. What non-union employee? What, what non-union company gonna open their arm? All right, prime example. You remember where Central Freight Line went out of business? I think it's called Central Freight Line, was it? Or Celadon Consolidated Freight CF? Yes, I'm the one that went out of business two years ago. Not the union company, Central Freight Line. Oh, not not CFI. Consolid- it's Central. I think it's. You must be talking no, about it, it, yeah, you know, you know, it got two LT. We got Central Transport. That's the one with the yellow trucks. And I think it's yeah, Central Freightliner. They, they went out of the bid two years ago, two or three years ago. Yeah, Consolidated Freightways. It, it, it was a non, it, it was a non-union company, but it was an LTL company. You remember when they went out of bid because Estes bought a lot of the equipment. You remember when they went out of business? On you probably can look it up. I don't know if you remember or not, but you can look it up. Central Freightliner when they went out of business. All the companies had their arms open and say, hey, come work for us. Come work for us. The reason why a lot of companies not doing that for Yellow, if, if they go out of business because they know their union, who want to bring all these union drivers to their company for they can, for they can vote in the union? Who want to do that? What company going to open their arms and say, I want all these union drivers in my company for they can try to turn my company union? I uh, see that, that that's kind of good. That's controversial because that's hot. That's hot and and political news because I've said that before because that's all it would take. So if, if twenty, if twenty or if twenty to forty um, yellow drivers go over to anywhere, if forty yellow drivers can go go work for Werner Enterprises tomorrow and they can unionize, without a doubt. Personally, I think they need to because the mega carriers treat treat drivers like absolute dump. dump. No, I agree with you on that one, mega carriers. <laughs> I agree with yeah. you. You would not get no pushback on that one. See, so, and so that actually, and this actually brings up a good good conversation is that perhaps the unions have outgrown LTL and aren't needed there anymore because Old Dominion's doing well, because uh, uh, SD's pays well, because the competition is doing well. 
are the unions needed at because that's the thing is the job at LTL you guys had the best benefits your home your home regularly you uh, you get a bunch of overtime it's the mega carriers and the people who are slaves over the road sort of I know, you know they, it, hey, maybe, uh, maybe maybe they need the unions maybe that's maybe at, uh, at the the mega carriers could be afraid of 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 yellow employees that's twenty two thousand people entering the market maybe they come in and they start unionizing their carriers maybe I might have, I might start have to start pushing that. I know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why. Yeah, that's why I left Snyder. Because, uh, like I said, I got my CDL back in 2021, and I went to Snyder, and I stayed there for two and a half, three months. And the reason why I left is, and in 2021, I was making in between 300 to 450 dollars a week. That was it. At, at Schneider, and I'm assuming is this at, because your truck was breaking down, or just they that you were sit waiting for waiting on loads? I was waiting. I was sit there at a, a shipment, uh, like prime example. I was on a Coca-Cola account at Schneider. This is before I think they do guarantee something now. I think they guarantee a thousand dollars now. But when I was there, they, it wasn't like that. It was three hundred fifty. I would go uh, three hundred fifty dollars a week. I would go to Coca-Cola. And I would sit there for eight hours, and they will only pay me, I think, sixty dollars attention pay yeah. for sitting there for eight hours. Yeah, no, I'm good. No, let's see, let air, air this stuff out. This is the type of content we need on, need on the airwaves, and that, and so that's the thing. Maybe, like I said, I think you you raise up a good point by coming on the show. Is maybe maybe the unions have outgrown LTL. They they, they did the Teamsters did their job. Of of make of forcing the competition because that's what the union is there for to represent employees. They've made it better. They've made the LTL industry better because Old Dominion and all these other companies now all of a sudden pay well are better. Uh, I mean ABF and and then not only that, just in, like this is a lesson learned is that you you can't you can't grow like Yellow did. ABF stay where they're at, and and maybe maybe now's the time for the Teamsters to get into the uh, over-the-road fleets. I know, because I have a question. Uh, how many companies you see right now signing up to become a union? If Yellow go under, right, I think the average union dude is like $70, I think it's $100 a week. They take different prices out of my check, so I don't know exactly how much it is. <laughs> I, so I think uh, I think that we, we could, well, to be on the safe side, we're going to say just $100 to make the, everything sound right. What's a hundred times twenty two thousand a month? Oh yeah, let's let's do that math. It's like two hundred two hundred twenty thousand. So you're saying yeah. So you're saying that. So That's how much you do. So times. say say you're no a month a month yeah it's so, a month it's a month. So a hundred bucks a month. So that's that's twelve hundred a year. So twelve hundred times twenty two thousand is twenty six uh twenty six million four hundred thousand dollars. And that's how the money they're gonna lose the yellow go out of business. The union does. Yes, because how many companies you see uh, signing up become a union? Because last time, I, last time I checked, I seen an article. It says since 2000, the union used to hold a 40% market share in trucking. Now they only down to 22. And Yola is the largest union company. Yola is bigger than T Force and ABL put together. So in Yola, it hold a 10% stake. And the LTL company, so that so that's a ten percent. Oh, that, that so that's ten percent of their twenty-two percent uh, uh union. So there's no companies running to join a union. 
because I've, I've seen an article on Freightway that XPO voted the union out in Florida maybe a couple weeks ago. Yeah. These companies not going union like like they used to back in the days. Yeah, and I, I'd be curious to look at, and that's region specific. So Florida itself is a pretty anti-union state. So is Texas, um, and where they're going to, there's probably a lot of uh, entities that try to promote anti-union uh, narratives down there. Because like, because uh, in California, Home Depot drivers did vote. You know, they they had voted to unionize. So yeah, they there are a lot of people who who definitely bring. There's arguments for and against, and I've said it in, in the, where I'm sympathetic towards unions on the show. I I more so feel like I'm not saying that they're the answer because there's no such thing as going backwards. We can't go back to pre 1980 pre deregulation. Like it, you can't just roll back the clock. But there is a, an a, there's truth in the middle of, of of between between the two sides. There's there needs to be some sort of uh, because the because of the turnover in the industry, like you said, you you're at you're a prime example of what's wrong with the overall truck industry. You were at Schneider for three or Swift, sorry, where uh, which uh, you're right, Schneider. Yeah, Schneider. You're right, you're Schneider. Right. Right. So you were at Schneider for three months and then you were gone. That's that's Schneider Werner. That's their fucking. You're basically if you've done six months there. That's you're a senior citizen. You could be a trainer in six months. That's a, <laughs> yeah, you're a senior citizen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that's their seniority. So it's just like there's there's truth in the middle uh, to, to all of this. Um, but yeah, no, it's it, it's interesting to see. So I mean, so come Monday morning, you're gonna you're gonna try to go to work. Yeah, I'm gonna try to go to work. So yeah, what now? What's that look like? So you're you're traveling. Like, so would you be back home on Monday? Or you know you know what? <laughs> I thought about that before you asked it. I thought about it before you hit me up for this interview. I like, are they gonna get me back home before uh, Monday? <laughs> you know they can keep me. They can keep me up to four days in the region I'm in. I'm in the south, the southern region, so they can keep me up four days. So I don't know. Yeah, because I'm curious how that looks, because that's another thing that's been happening during this whole trucking bloodbath is a lot of a lot of companies have gone under. We had a carrier in North Carolina with like 100 truck fleet. A lot of guys have been going under and the drivers have been left abandoned. So I'm I'm trying to make sure that 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 you're not at risk of being, you know, left left out on the road. I don't think the Teamsters would do that. No, man, I I drop in this truck along got some fuel and I drive it back to Oklahoma City. (laughs) <laughs> Bob, tell it. Yeah, you, you can drop the trailer somewhere. That's the thing. If, if, Ye- if yellow has to liquidate, they'll they'll be. I'm sure somebody will be taking care of the assets. But um, it's I, I like your I like your positivity. I like how you're you're not you know because like I said it, that there's another video. You, you're familiar with the video who was of the guy who was like you know absolutely blew his lid about the about the pension. Do you, do you work? Yeah. With him? His name's Dwayne. No, I don't work with him. No, I do not. Okay, but yeah, you were you were familiar with that video. I didn't know if have you like have you been talking? Do you guys talk at all? You have a group chat? Has anybody been like? Have you been talking to the other drivers? No, it's kind of at yellow. Everybody's kind of picking a side. Really? Even yes. Even you for the union, you for everything going on, or you not. But the people who are not, they quiet because the other people don't have a voice. Because soon you. As soon as you state something that everybody else 
disagree with it, a lot of people are non-consultational and they're going to attack you all of a sudden, just hit you, attack you, attack you, attack you. So a lot of people just stay quiet. Now they pull me to a side and they tell me because they, they see my video on YouTube or I speak my mind and we talk, but a lot of people don't voice their opinion. Like, like for, 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 for example, this strike. I didn't, I didn't have no vote in there. They asked me, do I want to go to strike? They asked nothing. They just asked to see you guys. Yeah. I had no vote in this. They ain't sent out no invitations. They do you want to vote on strike? They ain't said they ain't said none of that to us. Yeah, At least it, they haven't sent to me. Yeah. It kind of happened pretty quick because with UPS, it's been kind of drawn out and they're kind of dramatizing UPS. Because that's the thing. I think that I think that you're right. I think that was probably O'Brien's plan is to let you know yellow's gonna fall on the sword to show to show you know how powerful UPS is and let that be that because it did happen quick. They're like, I mean, technically, I guess they don't. You don't need to vote on it because yellow did violate the contract by not paying into the. Yeah, I, yeah, that's I think what it is. They violated the contract. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was gonna say. So you you said you put applications out there. Say come Monday, you uh, you, you can't work. What's you know you you said you have a nest egg, but yeah, is is that your radar, Old Dominion XPO? You're, you're looking to stay LTL. Yes, I wanted to uh, stay LT. Uh, my three is LTL, fuel service. I mean, fuel fuel hauling, a food service, because I kind of want to do something that is more physical. Because at Yellow is not physical at all. Because we don't actually do anything. We don't even really hook our own sets. It's already hooked when we get here. All we got to do our pre trip and take off. So I want to do something to get keep me moving. Because, like I said, truck drivers, we have a bad, I mean, bad health problem. Look it up. We wanted the worst, the, one of the worst when it comes to health. Truck drivers, we have bad health. So I like to get in something that keeps me moving and keep my blood uh, pumping. Because I bought me a jump rope. And I go on my break, I get out of stuck, and I start doing my jump rope just to keep my blood uh, moving. So... I would like to get into, like I said, go go to U.S. Food, go to uh, Flying J Pilot, do fuel hauling for them, uh, Old Dominion, uh, uh, XPO. Reason why I chose those because they're closer to my house. Because mm-hmm. all the rest of them are pretty far. I ain't trying to drive an hour. <laughs> it ain't really worth it. Into those, those number one, you, this is music to my ears because that's that's essentially a, most of my content is very fitness focused. Um, so if, if you're ever looking for tips or pointers, just go, yeah, go, go scroll through my TikTok or shoot me a DM. I can, I can definitely get that going. Now, I can tell you, you, it sounds like you should get, give flatbed a shot. If you're willing to throw, throw some tarps and chains and stuff, it's not a bad, but hooking those hoses up to tankers, it's always a good move. Um, it's good. You want to be active and I'm glad, I'm glad you came on the show and said that without even me. I didn't, I, I normally, I need to pry that out of people. But like you just came out there and said, "Hey, I need to get my blood flowing." Like just to hear somebody unsolicited t- talk about the health of truck drivers and how bad they are, and you mentioned that about some of the drivers that yellow. And I think that that overall, like I said, it, to really round this out, I think the saddest uh, part about it is like so. In the overall situation, I'd still, you know, like I said, I, I lean towards sympathy towards the union. It just seems like it just seems like a breakdown of communication over the past few years. But it's the individual guys at yellow. Who I think like there are guys you just said they have sick wives they have sick kids they're they're themselves are unhealthy and come Monday come next week that could be gone. 
Yeah, I know, and that's and that's the sad part because. I know a lot of you guys back then, the knowledge wasn't out there when they first started working. So I can't sympathize with them. I understand. Because right now, in my generation, we have YouTube. We have other things to try to help us get financial focus. We have YouTube to try to tell, tell us to invest in a, a Roth IRA or open, do some type of self-finance and don't rely on the company. And we got, we got a lot of YouTube channels to show you how to open your own business and be your own boss. So I understand those guys didn't have that. I completely understand, so I'm not knocking it. But also, I believe sometimes you have to put your fate in your own hand. You can't rely on a company for your retirement. Because if a company go under or anything happen, those big CEOs or whoever they are, they're going to take care of themselves first before they take care of you. Yeah. When, when push comes to shove, yeah, when the, when the meteor's coming – they're gonna, you know, they're gonna go in their doomsday uh, shelter and leave everybody else outside for it. No, that's that's very true. And yeah, as as sympath- that's the reality of the situation is where is where unions, I think, are still necessary and and uh, can be used the right way. I think they do need to. I don't look at them with this altruism. They're not always perfect. I think they they need to be fixed. And in a lot of ways, they need to be fixed. Is like you said that the mentality. That like the mentality of a lot, some union workers is stuck in the past. It is very ingrained. Heels dug in the dirt. Ju- Justin Martin from Freightways has come on and he's he's mentioned that about USPS. It's just about like yes, it's very, it's very slow. It's a slow roll. Like that, yeah, it's so hard to make changes because there's so much in the way, and that that is what really needs to change. Like I said, these. That's that's the only way they can kind of move forward, or else because what's going to happen is yeah, at, at the end of the day. The workers are going to be the one who's who's are always no matter what workers are getting screwed at this point, union I, or not. I, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, I know the workers are getting screwed regardless. That's why I've been trying to tell tell these guys. I understand the pension, but don't rely on the pension. Put some money away. We have a four hundred one k here, but the thing is, they don't match it. But we have it here. Idolize that. Put ten percent of your money in that. Stop relying on the pension. They, they, they all keep telling me, and I'll keep saying that, they say a 401k is bad because the economy go down, you lose everything. Look what happened right now. If the company go down, you lose everything. At, yeah. least, when it, at least when the economy go down, you lose half of your money. When it go back up, you get it right back. When the company go down, you lose everything. It is gone. Yeah, exactly. Like a, a 401k is, even though you're playing with the Wall Street casino, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Like it, it's a long game. Like the 401k itself is a long game. That's why like when everybody was, everybody was like, oh, when COVID hit, they're like, oh my God, my 401k. It's like, hey buddy, you're 30. You don't need to worry about your 401k for 30 years. But yeah, I know. The, yeah, the pensions, yeah, at any time that, that company could just blow up and then all, all of a sudden the, the, the company's gone yeah. and you don't have a pension anymore. So it's it's a risk versus the world. Like, like overall at, at this show and just like my content, I just want people to have better lives. But at the end of the day, you, you bring up a really good point. It, like and, and my and a good friend of the show, Reed, has come on and said this. You have to control what you can control. And there are things and there are things outside of your control. So do what you can for yourself uh, as best as you can. Um, it, it's unfortunate what's going to happen with those yellow employees. It's going to be a lot of gr- growing pains, but 
I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're you're in good spirits and that you're you're ready to still work. And but yeah, a scab is like they they mean it in a literal sense because you had mentioned that some of your coworkers are calling you that. And, and a scab is somebody who crosses the picket line or somebody who wants to work because like you know if you get a cut, so essentially like if you get a cut on your leg and then a, yeah. a, a scab goes over it, it's that a scab is just a thin layer of protection from re-piercing it. So you're, you're essentially, you're a, a fake flaky piece of skin covering up the, the you know, the lack of, you know, the, the skin, the skin is supposed to be the strong, like that's the, the oh. I'm, I'm drawing it out. So the, yeah, you're, you're a scab. Yeah. You're, you're, you're covering up the problems with, but with your cheap labor essentially is what a scab is doing because a lot of times, because what's crazy is like, this happens a lot in nursing is a lot of nurses will go on strike and then nurses sometimes will cross the picket line because they'll pay double to get the nurses to fill the gaps for the nurses who are on strike via the union. So it's it's that's where yes. it, where it comes from. <laughs> because, yeah, <laughs> because you can't tell your mortgage company, the light bill, the cardinal that hey, I'm sorry, I can't pay this month because my job on strike. Yeah, they okay. want their money. <laughs> so I, I so that's why I don't knock. I'm not going to knock anybody who choose to strike. And I'm not going to knock anybody who choose not to strike because everybody's financial situation is different. Everybody's everybody's different. So you can't penalize and try to talk down on somebody because they choose to they choose not to strike or they choose to strike. For example, since I've been making these videos, you know how many times I've been getting threat? Uh, so many times I come and say some they say, oh, when I see you, I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to do this, do that. I like for what? Before I even say anything negative about a driver, when I created my YouTube channel, I my my goal was it says it on there when I created it to show the positive side of yellow, and that's what I do. And a lot of drivers, for some reason, when they say they get mad at me because stating my opinion, because it's like my opinion don't matter, only their opinion matters. Mine's don't. And then I when I when I catch you, I'm gonna do this and do that. I like, sir, do it. I'm not about to go back and forth with you. I'm not gonna threaten you online. I'm not gonna call you out your name. If you do, if you're gonna do it, do it. No, that's yeah. It's a free people on the internet. Yeah, it's a lot of new nuance. The the commenters. I was reading some of those comments too, and I was like, oh, here we here we go. And what is crazy is is back in the unions heyday, like the 60s and 70s, is because you, it, it it's it's actually true though. If if somebody like you was doing what you were doing siding with the company they they would they like you'd wind up with like your tires slashed or, or something <laughs> like they were like if you weren't loyal yeah if you weren't loyal to like the union this is the hoffa days like the the glory days of of union trucking like yeah if somebody like you was just like yeah I don't, oh we're going on strike i'm going to work they'd be like they'd slash yeah they'd slash tire or you'd have a fucking buck shot in your in your in your passenger seat <laughs> yeah they, they used to get real serious back back in the day on that so it's kind of funny to see them those old school guys have that type of energy but yeah you're, they're 70 years old dude they, they can barely take care of themselves they're not, uh, yeah they're not, a, they're, not a, they're not a threat to you yeah i know that i know that that's why i don't take it seriously i don't i don't take it serious at all but like i said i understand the perf the why that the union formed i think did it i believe it formed in 1910 or 19 somewhere around the area i understand the reason why i formed I'm not debating that. I understand. And I think the union is perfect for a lot of situations. It is perfect, especially back then when workers didn't have no rights. They treat you like crap. They want to work you 20 hours a day with no pay and everything. But it's not 1920 anymore. 
Yeah, not nineteen. Yeah, it looks like nineteen oh three is when the team. Yeah, started. yeah, it's not. It's not that time anymore. A lot of stuff has changed. Now, are companies somewhat still greedy as CEO? Yes, <laughs> that ain't gonna never change. Yes, but the working environment has changed. You have a lot of situations to help you out. You have OSHA. You have a lot of stuff you can do if you feel your job is unsafe. You can call on your company. I know a lot of people say, I, I, I don't want to call. I'm not a telltale. Well, we are grown. Ain't no such thing as telltale when it comes to your safety. So I understand why they form, but I just don't agree with, like you said, I don't agree with probably like 30% of the union do today. But I agree with most of the union because I think it is good for, for a lot of places. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that makes sense. That's well said. Yeah. I, and that's been the case for, I think, a lot of unions is they, they initially served a purpose. And kind of like what I mentioned before, they, they served a good purpose. They they really like you have companies like Old Dominion now who seem to who rise above and have good as just as good quality service, quality workers. They pay quality. Uh, I have a friend of mine, friend, friend of the show. He, he works for Unilever and he's mentioned that his company is always doing everything they can to make sure their warehouses don't unionize. So they pay above their benefits or lights out. Like they do this for that reason. And uh, it's so, so they did serve the purpose. And now it's just, now I think the team, like I said, I think the teams, I think O'Brien needs to audible and go after these mega carriers. They're the, they're the true enemy in the trucking industry anymore. I know this is like that's almost like slave labor. What those mega carriers are doing to those new people who get a CDL because all they they sell them a dream. They sell them a dream. Once you get a CDL school, they're going to say, hey, you're going to make this amount of money when you go. You're going to do this and do that. But once you get there, it's nothing like the recruiter says. Everything he told you was a lie to get you in the door. But now you in the door. He got paid. Some of them stay and some of them don't. So I think you are right. I think they should go after the mega carriers because they are the real problem in trucking. They don't want to ruin in trucking. Yeah, no, they are. They're, they're ruining trucking. They're ruining, ruining a lot of people's lives. I know that a commenter around here said that he knows somebody who's at Schneider for 15 years. Look, some of those companies end up picking and choosing winners where they have these tenured few who get really good accounts and they, or they love it. And it's just like, or th- like I said, Oats, like, like you mentioned at the beginning of the show is that like, the, the newer, the Gen Z's and millennials, they're not looking to be over the road for the rest of their lives. Like, and, and my friend Gord, he's also been on the show. That's the thing is when the unions fell in 1980, you know, the boomers were the primary parts of this industry. They worked very hard and that was taken advantage of by the entire supply chain. They said, oh my God, these guys will work themselves to the bone. They will sacrifice their mind and body and family to absolutely run the gut and, and, and work this hard. Now it's not it's not happening anymore. These people are getting sick. They're becoming unhealthy. The new generation is not staying in the job because they're like, holy shit, I'm going to wind up like this guy uh, if I if I stay doing this. So we're, we're running ourselves into a place where the turnover is unsustainable. So it's just that's what it is. What's up, dude? The video came up. <laughs> yes, I think it's very untainable because what they're doing is very, very, very bad. We can't treat people like that and expect a different result. We can't. So I, I don't understand how the government or anybody allows them to do new employees like that, to sell them a false dream, a false hope. That's why I like so much. I praise the younger generation because they're not taking no mess. If they don't like it, 
they quit. They saying, forget this mess. They not sticking around. A lot of people, a lot, a lot of older people call them lazy or they don't know what hard work is. That's not lazy. Why would you stay someone you would hate? They they understand their value. They not they understand their time. They see a lot of people, like they say they they probably don't they probably know their grandfather, their daddy, or their uncle sacrificed so much time at a certain company they hate. And they look at that they're like, man, I don't want to be like that. Then they see some of these drivers at the truck stop and how big and how bad a uh, health they are. 400 pounds. I don't know how in the world they passed the DOT, but physical, but somehow they did. They're like, I don't want to look like that. Who want to be lonely all the time? Trucking is a lifestyle. It's not just a job. It is a lifestyle. And me personally, I'm with the younger generation. I'm not ready for that lifestyle. I don't want to be gone no three weeks at a time and get three days at home. Who want to, who, so who want to do that? Who want to be gone two weeks at a time, get two days at home, so that means you are you at home a total of four days out of a month. Who want to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and with a lot of these guys, the shape that they're in, they're 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 in, they're not in the most healthy shape. So when they go home for two to four days, they're sleeping for for half of that time because they're so tired. Yeah, the the lifestyle of trucking is what's becoming unsustainable. Like I said, we they took advantage of the boomers. That time is now running out. Like those people will be gone soon. And it's going to be and it's going to be us and the Gen Z's and they're they're not going to do it because they're realizing how valuable time is because there's so much going on in the world. Look, we got the war in Ukraine. We got, you know, that people are arguing about the climate and stuff like people are always (laughs) everyone's on edge about the end of the world. You know, people are valuing what little time they think they may or may not have. Like, that's the thing. They're they're starting to realize, you know, that time is more valuable than and and, because here's the thing is. People, the, when it comes to the lifestyle, the, the, the reason why the, the boomers and the Gen Xers really did it is because the money was still green. But now you have ELDs, you have automatic braking, governed trucks. Like you're limited to your income. The mega carriers, they limit the money you can make. Like you can't, like if you went over the road back in 1985 or whatever, like there were guys who still, like, and not only that, the inflation wasn't bad. Like you, like, that's the thing. Just like those yellow guys, how they stayed for the benefits or yeah. like for those same reason, guys stayed with trucking because the money was green. They were getting they're getting money in the back. And now the wages have been going, you know, essentially down and not up with anything. I agree with you. I preach on my channel all the time, all the time. It don't matter how much money you get. You cannot buy back time. You missing your you missing your little daughter or your son first walk. You missing a first game. You missing a graduation. You missing a lot of stuff. I guarantee you, your kids, your child, would rather have you there than you making all that money and sending them gifts. I guarantee you that. I guarantee that because money is not everything. Now, now I know somebody gonna say, "What if you make thirty or forty million? We're not talking about that kind of money. We're talking about what we make. We're not talking about millions and millions of dollars. We ain't making that. We talking about what we make. You can't buy back time with that." Yeah, no, it's it, it, that. That's the that's the, the reality of it. I mean, anybody who's on their deathbed, yeah, that's it, that's absolutely right. Nobody. And you talk to any old school old timer who's in their seventies or eighties or something like that. They're never gonna look back and be like, "Man, I'm I'm so glad I, I I'm so glad I worked like that summer." I'm so I'm so glad I, I, you know, nobody ever like looks back and they're like, yeah, hell yeah. Like, (laughs) fuck yeah. Glad, you know, glad I gave this up, you know, while glad I missed this trip all my friends went on so I can. Yeah. 
they're going to they have a lot of regret. I'm telling you, man, people don't understand your mental health will trickle down to your physical health. You've been alone all the time. Now, it's better nowadays when we got the cell phone, we can still uh, like video chat somebody, but it's still not the same as in person. So people, so I, so people don't want to do that anymore. I know, so I, I don't understand like like a lot, a lot of those old timers back in the days when they had to pull over and call on a payphone every then like your wife or your, if something happened they don't get in contact with you back then unless you stop and you call them. Now it's not much better now because we got technology, but overall it's still the same. You oh, can yeah. see me over the phone, but I still can't touch you. I still can't touch your skin. Your wife gonna start being lonely. Yeah, she's no, gonna probably want attention. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Human humans are social social creatures. Yeah, my grandfather, he got into an accident. He he hit a, you know, there was no GPS in his day and he hit a low overpass once oh, was, because it was winter time, so I think he took a different route, so he ended up hitting a low overpass and like my grandmother didn't know until he came home. <laughs> like until, until like he just you know, he just didn't, you know, he didn't come home like so she, there's no way for her to find out until he eventually came home. <laughs> came home like because there's no phone there's no phone nearby like yeah it's people back then were definitely built different i give them a lot of credit i mean the reason why i do too yeah i, I, too. I, I give them I, I do give them a lot of credit uh, i i give the old school guys a lot of credit but you know there it, it's just we've come to a point now where yeah i i think the future is unsustainable and what's going to happen is they're going to try to rush the robots in and and it's only a matter of time before because all it's going to take is one bird or one rock to pick up and hit the LIDAR on a robot truck and kill a family of four. And it's just like, all we needed to do was just maybe pay guys more and get them home every three, four days. It's like, that's, that's it. That's all we needed. Yeah, I know. But uh, hopefully, hopefully they understand that before a lot of these older drivers age out the industry and then if they really going to be screwed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. But but hey, man, we've been going for an hour. I uh, I'm I'm ready to log off. But look, man, let's let's be in touch. I'd love to catch up with you again either sometime next week or you know, depending on what happens with Yellow. I'd love to I'd love to stay in touch with you, man. I, I'm a big big fan of your attitude and everything you got going on. I think. Uh, and if you happen to, like I said, maybe we can get a workout in, depending on what your next job is. And I swing around your area. We'll get in some we'll get in some push ups at a truck stop. There you go. That's my type of guy. Like I said, I got my jump rope. I be jumping. I go to the gym. Before I go, everybody out there, please, if you take nothing from me, take care of yourself. Take care of your health. Because once your health starts going bad, you cannot get it back. It's hard to change. I, I don't know if you get rid of diabetes or not. I don't know, to be honest. But it's hard to change bad health. Because once your health starts going and that's what counsel said in. I know somebody going to say, you can work out all your life. Something's still going to happen. Yes. But I guarantee how many, I don't want to sound rude, but how many fat people you see 80, 90, 50 years old? Rarely. They all skinny and mostly all women because they don't stress themselves out over stupid stuff. So take care of your health. Your mind, your body should be number one for you. Not a company, not nobody else. Take care of yourself first. You are control of your own destiny. Don't let a company control your destiny. That's all I had to say. Dude, Jay, that's that's really well said. I'm, I'm glad you signed off with that message because I, I couldn't agree with it more. Uh, you you are number one. You got to fill your own cup. Um, yeah, you know, sacrificing. You know, it's one thing 
you know, if you're a patriot and you sacrifice yourself for your country, like, you know, the veterans of World War II and, and stuff like that, yeah. but sacrificing yourself for Schneider or Pam or Werner, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing brave about that. You're, you know, your family wants you more than, you know, your family and friends want you. And not only that, you know, you yourself deserve to feel good. So that, that was well said, man. What, before we, I, I let you go, though, what's your YouTube channel again? It's JL405 Life. J A Y, yep. J A Y. Then a letter L. I made it one word for some reason. It looked cool. J L, four zero five life. All right, man. That's good. I really appreciate you coming on again, and uh, I'll be in touch with you. I'll text you. We'll see. We'll see what it looks like Monday, and we'll we'll get back up soon. All right, man. All right. Thanks. All right, man. I'll talk to you. All right, guys. Thank you once again for listening. Episode 84 of the Lumbar Trucking Show. You heard it right there from my friend Jay. He's positive. He's feeling good. We don't know what's going to happen on Monday. But, hey, he doesn't want to strike. He wants to work. That's how it is. Um, But that's all I got for you guys. Episode 84. With that, we're back to the bench.